Hi everyone, this is a Dramatic Soapbox, and I'm Marissa Dawn. I haven't been on here for a while. A lot has been going on. I, uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm in a... A very, uh... Strange state. I was overworked with my job. It was at least an hour commute there. It was an hour commute back. Because there's a lot of traffic on the road. It's mainly highway driving. Um be an hour and 45 minutes. Now to take it back a little, when I first got this position, I was not living so far away. I was living, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes away. Half hour with no traffic, 45 with. I wound up getting an adorable little place and everything and moving further away. This happened about a week before the national lockdown for uh, COVID. So... I uh, was over an hour away. Technically, it's really only 45 minutes away with no traffic. But with traffic, (laughs) it can be between an hour and an hour and a half drive. When my job reopened, I was one of the first people there. I started back. I originally started back, let me take that back. I originally uh, was scheduled to start June 22nd. I'll be honest, everything got to me though. It was closing in and they were talking about five minute mask breaks, you know, because we had to have the mask on at all times. It was really rough. So instead of June 22nd of 2020, I... uh, came back on June 29th of 2020. In this time, I was elected to manage two major makeup brands. For those of you that know me, I I was working in uh, beauty retail. Um, anyway, I was elected to manage two major brands. One account executive, she was great. However, I noticed that in the end, things weren't the same between us. 
I feel like someone may have gone behind my back and spoken badly about me to her. But since I have no proof of that, it's just a claim. And a claim that I can't move forward with. My other account executive, quite frankly, was very stupid. She knew nothing about the business, and I found it very saddening. Like, you could look at her and you could tell, you know what, this is what nepotism is about. This is what connections is about. Because surely you didn't get this position on your own. Um, they linked me with a young lady that was extremely toxic. She was like a toxic child. She was once a counter manager like myself. But she was made a full timer. And of all people in that department, she had worked with me. So all of these things were going on. Um, this lasted, I would say, a little over a year. Then finally, um, these two major brands separated. I now was only in charge of one of them. After 10 months, okay, I was in charge of one of them. The girl was my full-timer. She was promoted. Uh, (laughs) And it... Things seemed like they were starting to smooth out. But then I started noticing different things. I uh, asked my manager, you know, hey, for six weeks, for religious purposes, can I have six Sundays off? Six consecutive Sundays off. For uh, training with my temple. Um, I even told her, look, I'll even work one Sunday a month for you. Now, here's the thing with us. We work every other Sunday. So it's a rotation. And my thing is, personally, I love working Sundays. Well, I did love working Sundays. So this clearly was a temporary thing. I was told no. Managing two full brands. Managing an employee that nobody wants to deal with because she's so toxic. Having to deal with all of these things through holiday, through through various events and stuff, just doing the best I can to keep them afloat. 
for 10 months. Not two, 10. I was told that that could not be done because if that were done, then people would see it as favoritism and then she would have to do it for everyone else. However, I do know that she approved vacation for someone for two weeks in the middle of one of the largest beauty events we had. So all of this had me thinking. Not even had me thinking. Had me not thinking because I was just so stressed. Battling traffic just to get to a toxic environment. Where I wasn't appreciated. I remember the drive home. Used to be such a relief. I couldn't do it. The manager was very young. Also very inexperienced in the world of cosmetics. However, this is someone that I had to listen to. I was tired. took some time off and it was all good then I went back only a couple weeks I went back because of course it's my job I have to go back go back there's supposed to be a major event all my stuff was taken I take my events well I took cosmetic events very seriously. It's part of my job. I believe in a stellar work ethic. That's what we get paid for. We get paid to conduct ourselves at our best. At our professional best. Apparently, others don't have the same work ethic as I do. I remember telling my manager, I'll be honest, I I really don't think it mattered to her. It wasn't that big of a deal. The things I had missing were of no value. Okay, so I don't want to bore you guys with all of this. So let me fast forward some. 
um, I'm scared because I feel like I can't go back to my job. I'm working on getting a transfer to a location closer, which would make my commute easier. You still deal with the bullshit at work? Yeah, you do. But at least it'll only take me 15, 10 maybe, 10, 15 minutes to get to the bullshit, you know? And it doesn't seem like that's working. I woke up today. I said, you know what? I'm not begging others for my existence. I'm not. Why am I trying to hang on to something that has impacted my health, my mental and physical health? And while I don't believe in coincidences, guess it's not. I mean, these young ladies are showing me something. This all comes at a time when Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles are speaking on mental health. And their jobs. And I must say that these young women are very smart and very true to themselves. I'm old enough to be both of their mothers, okay? To hear them speak on this. I love it. And I'm here for it. There's a term that I've just recently heard. I don't know if it's a new term or what. But it's called work martyrdom. Work martyrdom. That is when you want to do your best at your job and you do. You work hard. Employers take advantage and they they expect you to be there. They expect you to be around. You take on that responsibility. You take that on. And you work yourself down to the bone. Expecting to be praised. Because that's all you get out of it. Yes, you get your steady paycheck. But that's a check that you've earned. You know, that wasn't given to you. 
You worked for that money. It's rightfully yours. To do all this what? Pats on back? I mean, I'm not talking, I understand. We all need steady income. But if you cannot perform because you have just worked like crazy and it's not even appreciated. That takes a toll on you. Number one, you're not working for It's not like all of this is for you. You're working for someone else. You're making someone else rich. I'm not been working for somebody. I always have. But I suggest that everyone just make that a temporary thing. Temporary can mean a few months to a few years. But have an exit plan. Don't be like me. Don't let it get to the point where nothing can be done. Now at the point I had applied for transfers, nothing has come through. I don't know if maybe my current department manager has... I don't know if she has spoken well or not of me. I would like to think that she has spoken well of me. I don't see a reason for her not to. Um, the other hiring manager, I, I don't know. I have not heard anything. It's very well possible that she uh, may be busy, you know. But I find myself sitting and waiting by the phone. Now realizing, you know what? Mm-mm. You're waiting to live your life at someone else, at someone else's hands. Am I saying that my life can't be lived because I of this? No. I'm scared. Because I won't have a steady paycheck. I keep on thinking about it. I can't go back. That commute has taken such a toll on me. Physically, mentally, it has taken such a toll on me. Then, once I get there, I have to deal with the bullshit. I have to deal with catty co-workers. I have to deal with entitled customers. I have to deal with things missing and mysteriously disappearing because nobody wants to listen to me. So, you know. I deal with that. Then I get in my car. In another hour, it's factored to get home. Now, I spoke with my human resources department. And I must say, the representative was very understanding. 
She said she'd encountered this before from other employees, both former and current. She said that uh, she did not want me to feel pressure. She did say that uh, if none of my applications for transfer come through, I can resign and come back as a new hire. She said it's the same process. Only thing is, I already know how that goes. Like, do people talk about people and stuff? Would I really, really be considered? I don't know. And I would have no job. And that scares me. But what scares me even more is being 50 years old with bad legs, bad back, miserable as hell because I'm working and doing something I don't enjoy anymore. It's funny, I feel like nowadays one's experience and one's knowledge is not appreciated. Sorry, I needed a sip of water. I didn't realize I'd be speaking this much. What is now appreciated is toxicity, cattiness, the cattiness, the cutthroat, the, uh, The gossiping, even though gossiping, I mean, when you have a bunch of women, what do you expect? But everyone just wants a young, simple face. Because you can lowball a young, simple face. A young, inexperienced face, you can lowball. Mental health is so real. And when you work in a toxic environment, it's it's even more obvious as to how real it is. <laughs> Everyone says, you know, you have to take care of you. You have to take care of you. No, that shit is so, so true. And I think Naomi's, uh, Naomi, <gasps> Excuse me, Naomi Osaka. And I thank Simone Biles. <coughs> Excuse me, pardon me, guys. I just woke up, so I'm doing the best I can here. But I thank them very, very much for shining light on this. These young women. made these hardcore decisions for themselves. 
Now, granted, both of these young women have the money and the resources to survive, so they will be okay. After making such decisions, even if they never play tennis or or perform gymnastics again, they will still be okay, financially fine, but it's not worth all of this. They still shine light on mental health in the workplace, and I'm really happy they did. Those women don't even know. Those young ladies don't even know. They spoke for me. They spoke for me. They spoke for millions, millions of people. Millions. Let me break it down. They spoke for millions of people. This spoke for millions of women. This spoke for millions of black women. Okay. And for those of you who did not know, or for those of you that may even care, I don't know. But yes, I am. I am an African-American woman. I am a black woman. I don't know. I go back and forth. Between the, between the terminology African-American, Black, either way, that's what I am. I will say that we suffer the most in this workplace. We work the hardest. We get paid less. We work harder than the other demographics. We get paid less than the other demographics and we are underappreciated more so than the other demographics now I am going to hear from a lot of the brothers you know how black men get treated well yes black men uh, they catch it in the workplace as well however It seems like if they are able to basically emasculate themselves and assimilate to the corporate structure, it seems like they will be fine. Yes, they sell their souls every day just like black women do. Yes, they do. But now I think about it though. A lot of brothers, I must say, have uh, branched out to become entrepreneurs, as a lot of sisters have. So, I mean, I think that's good. I think we're following, following paths. We're learning that no matter what you do, when you work in mainstream America... It's never enough. It is never, ever enough. 
here's my thing. If you can't work for yourself, find a company. Find a company that actually gives a shit about you. Find a company that will allow you to work from home. Find a company that will allow you to temporarily take that specific day a week off. And mind you, guys, to back it up, it's not like I was requesting vacation time or anything. I just wanted one of my days off to be Sunday for the next six weeks. That's all. I was still going to work. And I was told no. That's when you start seeing how unappreciated you are. And it's funny, I sit up here and I tell you guys, oh, well, I managed these two brands all by myself. I was thrown into it. I did it for 10 months and I babysat this full-time employee, you know, that nobody wanted to be bothered with. And I put up with her and I did this, this, that, and that. (laughs) So what? I'll reply to myself, so what? What 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 do I want? What does it matter? What does it matter? Does it change anything? No. Does it make people appreciate you even more? No. This is also why the end of the day I have to appreciate myself I have to appreciate myself which means I have to save myself I have to if I don't save myself And I'm done. I'm screwed. So please, everybody, save yourself. Save yourself. Appreciate yourself. I don't know. Yes, I do know. I'll be fine. I want you all to stay blessed. I want you all to have a good day. And I want you to always appreciate yourself. Appreciate yourself. Because when others don't, you can bend over and give them your ass to kiss. And be okay with it. Have a good one, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.